Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Hello there. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Melvin back at Actions now. Well, let me set it. I want to share this show today to a group that's just formed on the weekend. Give me a second, please. All right. Let me see. Where should it go? All right. How's the weekend, everyone? Okay, good news. This just received this morning. Um, Malaysia's won an a silver matter uh, at the Paralympic uh, by this guy. What's his name? Um, John. He's from Sarawak as well. Uh, he has won second matter for Malaysia. It's, it's silver, and the first was won last week by Bonnie, also from Sarawak. Sarawak. Congratulations to both of them to make Malaysia very proud. And this is at least some good news. And what's on later today at 2.30, our new cabinet will be sworn in at the Istana Nagara and we do have a full cabinet. Even though there's not say, people remarks on this full cabinet. But nevertheless, we hope this new cabinet cabinets will give us, will drive us through because the Prime Minister gave them 100 days to perform. And my question is, who's going to monitor them in 100 days? And what if they fail the 100 days? I hope something will be, someone will be monitoring them. Because at now, we're also, um, we'll talk about it. We do not, we dare not to monitor, but we will share what. If we see any improvements in our life, in our, in our COVID-19, uh, the uh, daily uh, so-called cases has improved, things are better. I think that's it's a good job then. Least so good afternoon to all the friends who just joined in, uh, Fabian's Nick and the rest. And, um, what's going to talk about today? Well, let me look into the topics. Well, something very serious um, it's a shortage of drugs in the hospital. The uh, it says here the it was reported, reported last two three days ago. Public hospitals across the country are facing critical critical shortage of medications, that's including those needed to treat serious COVID nineteen cases. Uh, that is not a good news at all. You know, the, we face a, uh, a shortage of medications, and among drugs that reported low on supply are multiple. Mats used for sedations and muscle relaxations and uh, pain medications as well. And this has been some, uh, the med because these medicines involve or those widely used in intubations or procedures in ICU. So uh, it's always say the sources uh, from the hospital say this is very abnormal. But again, every day we have such high cases. Uh, that's for that's hovering around the region of 20,000 bad things. Um, it's definitely this is expected. But I hope that this will not be prolonged because we can't afford because it's a nationwide uh, uh, so called uh, sudden 
uh, shortage, right? Um, and it says it's the sudden demand of COVID-19 treatments has actually caused this. But I guess the um, probably the drugs they have orders they has not come in to Malaysia yet as fast as they want to, uh, because the uh, for my what I know in May uh, we have uh, we have a program called Play for Malaysia. At the time in May, the numbers was um, at six thousand seven thousand. At today is twenty thousand average. So that is. I hope that the medical officers know that yes, you need to anticipate. Uh, not as when the, that's we have a less medicines around floating around in the market, then we get get to start panic, you know. So I hope this will be um, just temporary, and I hope the uh, KJ yes KJ will be our new minister of uh, our, our health will do something fast. Okay, uh, my second topic is also talk about something related to medicines. Uh, it's talking about the vaccination, the vaccines, the effectiveness of vaccines. Today, I have a report here that shows a comparison between Sinovac and Pfizer. Uh, it's found out they are equally effective going against COVID-19. It's a report in New England Journal of Medicines that published a report on Sinovac uh, used in Chile from February to May 2021 on 4.2 million fully vaccinated, uh, vaccinated individuals compared to 5.5 million unvaccinated residents. Uh, Sinovac was found to reduce the COVID-19 infection by 65.9%, reduce hospitalizations by 87.5%, and reduce ICU intensive care unit emission by 90.3%. And it reduced death by 86.3%. Uh, this is for Sinovac. So those Sinovacs, uh, like my colleagues, um, uh, has has done Sinovacs. Uh, this is for, I'm planning to assure you. Uh, so you were once were so um, you will say, hey, I'm getting Sinovacs. It's going to work. It's proven. It's, it's very effective as freezer. As for freezer uh, trial in Chile. Also published in a journal which posted 95% efficacy. Pfizer vaccine effectiveness against COVID-19 was 64%, although it was still 93% effective against hospitalizations and serious illness. And therefore, there's not much of difference between Sinovac and Pfizer vaccines in actual practice. Both are very effective at preventing serious diseases and hospitalizations. So there's a good news. Um, for those who have uh, received Sinovac or Pfizer, and for my for your information, uh, I received none of this. I I, I got Azac even with Mule. Uh, we have Azac. Uh, I have both of us actually have the same dates, same venue when you did our first and second vaccinations. Maybe back with us soon sometimes. I think on um, so second week. It's still in Japan now. After which you come back, he need to quarantine for himself for at least seven days. All right. So someone, what vaccination did you get for yourself? I say I have my Azac. <laughs> I'm still I'm very uh, happy with it. Um, regardless of what reports, positive or negative, I'm I say uh, my mental my mental is very strong. I'm happy that I have fully jabbed. I'm proud to show people I'm with the, with the digital certificates that I have. 
And of course, I have to take care of myself. I have to follow SOP strictly, you know. Sometimes it's not just that uh, people have to remind you. I mean, it's sad that people have to remind you. We have to take care. We have to be form this habit, like uh, wearing double face mask or even with the... Uh, yeah, I was telling myself last week, if you remember, I want to try to put on my shoe, waist shoe, but I've yet to try it. But always with double mask. And now I have also bought a mask with five layers. Those days I bought three layers. You know, I was a bit careful. Last year, uh, the first knockdown, even though the price went up skyrocket high, I managed to buy about 10 boxes. It still lasts me to today, you know. So uh, recently, I, I, um, I stocked up another five layers. Uh, but well, it's a bit hard in briefing. Uh, I still prefer three layers uh, with the second uh, top layer, another face mask. But the five layer mask, if you do a double, it's a bit hard. I think you have to get used to it. All right, so what else I need to, to update you? Well, let me see here. Our Prime Minister um, Ismail Sabri has said Klang Valley may move to phase two as soon as 89% of the population vaccinated against COVID-19. Yeah, yesterday he has a, 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 a small ceremony in um, uh, WTC, uh, Mega Western Center in Tolumpo. Uh, because um, that's the place I was vaccinated because it reached 1, 1 million dose of AZ. They say that's the possibility that Klang Valley will be moved to the next phase or phase two under the national uh, recovery plans. However, uh, as it's yesterday, it's because there's no, the cabinet was, is not sworn in yet as it will be by today, end of today, he wants the new cabinet um, to sit in and see how it can move to phase two and what are the, uh, the things need to be imposed. Uh, because it's almost reaching 90%, uh, which is, they call it herd vaccination, uh, immunity has achieved. So it's a piece of good news. I hope the new cabinet that's sworn in today work through your midnight oil, see whether uh, Clang Valley folks can move into phase two. And I have, I hope that I'm able to get back to work as well. You know, to my, I mean, I'm working at home, but I, I miss working in the office because it's quite a different environment when you work in the office. Because when you work, able to work office, a lot of industries are also able to work in the office and can actually call each other. Because a lot of times when we call, even big listed company, um, currently, um, there are a lot of department heads are working at home. And it's, they say that it's inconvenient to pass their handphone to to caller and just to communicate through email. And that is a bit tough. We do not get response and all these things. It's slow the whole process of communications. So if everyone back to work, there's, there's no way that we can, I mean, you can call each other um, more or uh, able to call each other this most important the setters so-called our, our business deal whatever is outstanding and for malaysia um the special committee say almost 62 percent of adults in malaysia are fully vaccinated as of yesterday 29 august 61.9 to be exact which is interpret about 14.5 close to 14.5 million adults in malaysia has been 
vaccinated, fully vaccinated. So um, 62%, yes, we cost over 150%, but we hope that by a month or two, it will reach at least 90, if it's not 100. We need to go 100, and I hope those people who are who are stubborn enough or stubborn people, please do get vaccinated as well, right? We need you all to cooperate. Alright, you know why? Come another piece of news. Or just this morning, not too good news for people in Sabah because doctors predict Sabah daily COVID-19 infections may hit 6,000 cases by mid-September. This is about 15, 16 days from now. Today is 30th. By mid-September, they expect to hit 6,000 cases. For populations like in Sabah to hit this number is very, very high. All the best on them because uh, hope there's a shortage. There's no shortage of vaccinations, but there could be a shortage of drugs. Just now, the, uh, the latest report, the deputy uh, CM of uh, Penang said uh, there's high increase of cases could be due to drug shortage. I do not know. They just put that statements out in the papers just now, in the media just now. So in Sabah, uh, there is uh, a sudden increase, uh, which is say that there's a worst is yet to come. It might reach 6,000. Now, the average figure of the last few days is around 3,000. So please take note. All right. So it's all boiled down because, yeah, the, we want to open up so-called the... Uh, the industries, we want to go back, get back to normal, uh, our life routines, but yet if this figures is not controlled, it's keep on increasing, it's not decreasing at all. I believe the government can't have no choice but to have more strict control and hopefully a prolong of the lockdown, which we do not wish to have. All right, so everyone, please, we have to play a part. Now, um, Remember last week, it's like, uh, the resorts in Tingano was ready to get back in business in September. And what you know, there was reported in Malaysia inside intrastate tourism failed to take place. As Malaysians prefer to stay at home right now. Yeah, because uh, last year when it was open, everyone jammed. I saw a report in the people in the uh, terminal uh, waiting for a ferry to, to, to bring them to Langkawi Island was fully packed. And what you know later, you know, week or two, Ankari was declared as an increase again on the cases. So uh, I think we learned, a lot of people learned and say, uh, we take it slowly. Uh, well, we will monitor if things are back into more relaxed and more control. I believe the, the tourism industry will be back. Please uh, bear for a while. Of course, I, it's easy for me to say because every second, every minute is money involved. However, because we as um, the community, we have learned our lessons, so I, I guess it's good to take things more slowly, even though it's open. So I hope that, um, but it will be back soon, I believe. Right. I also shared this morning with my colleagues, they say it's not only the hospitalizations, I think the whole leisure uh, industry, retail industries are, are badly affected, even though we allow them to open now. But we have to open sometimes. Uh, any, uh, soon, we have to build the momentum, the confidence. We have to take straight control of the SOP. You know, not just the business owner, 
free ourselves as uh, when we visit and when we pay them. I mean, we browse, we go through the small or whatever it is. We have to make sure SOPs are followed. All right. Um, but nevertheless, uh, do not be this uh, so-called depressed over the whole issue. We have to pick up ourselves. We have to start from sometimes uh, somewhere. You know? So uh, we see how the new cabinet, because some say 100 days is long because very long uh, because it's, it's uh, 95% are from the old cabinet. They have been, um, been reversed for the last 78 months. But okay, let's give them the benefit of doubts uh, because I hope that they have uh, a week, a weekend, uh, a week They have, they have, they know what to do. Other, otherwise, they would face the public uh, so-called uh, voice. You know, uh, our dissatisfactions of them and all these things. I'm sure they do not want it to happen. All right, so that's about today. Um, I'm going to talk about touch about it uh, and hope to see you tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is National Day, Hari Mandika, and uh, 64 years of independence and what we have achieved. Well, uh, the last two, three years was not very exciting, but let's think of now and the future. We can work it together, I'm sure. All right, um, Malaysia Bole. Uh, whichever way we still can do it all right i will see you tomorrow and take care and always stay positive bye not to forget to our listeners out there if you have not downloaded act now community mobile app on your mobile phone quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities it's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighbourhood together. That's it guys for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!